Hey, 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 everybody. Thank you all for tuning in to the Floor Masters podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Anthony Moses, the owner of Simply Intricate Designs, number one floor contractor in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. This is another amazing episode, another amazing topic. Actually, it's one of first. This is the first episode that I have talked about a product, an actual product, and I'm really excited. Um, Before we hop into the episode, of course, let's give a shout out to our sponsors, the National Tile Contractor Association. If you're unfamiliar with them, you are behind. You are behind on the times because there's you cannot set tile, install tile without knowing about the National Tile Contractor Association. Amazing people, amazing friends, just a, a entire community of knowledge and information. And so now we're going to hop into today's episode, today's guest, and today's product. So today we're going to be talking about efficiency. Products that are going to make us efficient on the job site. Y'all know I am always installing tile because I love doing creative stuff. And we're always looking for ways to speed up that process. Tile can be time consuming and tedious if you don't know what you're doing. Even if you do know what you're doing, it can be time consuming and tedious. So today's guest is Mr. Paul Guth, the CEO of IQ Power Tools. So I'm going to let Mr. Paul explain uh, a little bit about IQ and how it benefits everybody in the world. Paul, do us a favor. Introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, how you do it, where you do it, who you do it for, and why you do it. All right. Thank you very much, Anthony. Yep. My name is Paul Guth. I'm the CEO and co-founder of IQ Power Tools. Um, Just a little bit of background. Uh, IQ Power Tools is a manufacturer of power tools with... uh, the unique thing about them is with integrated dust collection. So um, just to give you a little bit of history, um, I'm actually a mason and tile setter by trade. That's actually my background. I mean, seems like a former life, uh, but I also was a general contractor. And so that's kind of my background. I worked with my brother, Joel, in a large masonry and concrete construction company for many years. And then we started getting into, uh, you know, we, we had large projects and we needed to be OSHA compliant. And silica was one of the things that we had to learn about and to be compliant with a respiratory protection program and how we keep our employees safe. We, we tried to do that and we had these large masonry saws that were, you know, we wanted to do dry cutting with them and we were producing this large amount of dust. And so we realized that uh, we had to do something about that. And so we built our first dust collection machines, very large machines, industrial, uh, commercial machines, uh, early to late 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, we started. Um, and really from there, it kind of morphed into a kind of a side business. And then when the construction slowdown came in, uh, you know, 2008, 2009, 10, you know, construction was really tough. Uh, and we decided to uh, put all of our efforts into the products business and so we, we uh, rebranded the company name IQ Power Tools, um, and we started bringing, uh, you know, new products about one every year to the market. And about four years ago, we actually introduced the first dry cut tile saw with integrated dust collection into the, you know, the tile industry. And so that was kind of a new market for us, and it's been a, a really a great thing. So, so we really, you know, all the guys here, uh, you know, we design and build our machines, our prototypes here in California, 
and then we have manufacturing partners all over the world to produce the products. But the guys here, uh, you know, are all hands-on guys, you know, tradespeople, and so we are real tool users, and so we try to design tools to um, save your health because that's the most important thing, but you also want to save time, which saves you money and makes you more efficient. So, uh, so as a contractor myself, we understood that because, I mean, you're on a job, you're spending money, you know, guys are, your employees are, you're paying them and, you know, time is money. So, uh, you want to get the job done as quick as possible, but also as safe as possible. So, so we understand safety and efficiency and they, they go together really well. So that's a little bit of background about us. We have for the tile industry, we have actually two, uh, tile machines, our larger format, uh, what is called the IQ 244 uh, for, you know, large, very precision, really for the, you know, the pro installer. And then we have a new uh, smaller tabletop benchtop tile saw with integrated dust collection as well. So it's all dry cutting, no water, eliminates, uh, you know, the hassles of water, but it has the integrated dust collection. So you, you keep your job site clean and safe. So, so that's a little bit about us and IQ and uh, we would love to hear any questions you have for us, Anthony and, all right. First question for the people that do not understand silica dust. Can you break down to them why that's so important to eliminate that from the project, mainly for homeowners? Because, you know, sometimes we uh, we do a lot of stuff as as contractors, tile installers that can quickly fill up somebody's house with silica. So explain to these homeowners exactly why that's important. Yeah, that's that's a great question, Anthony. The and it's super important because uh, silica dust, which silica is basically probably the most prevalent material on the world. It's you know rocks and stones. It's what silica is, uh, you know, makes up the building materials basically. And so whenever you're cutting or grinding uh, concrete products, uh, rocks and stone, natural stone, and even man-made products. Uh, and you see that dust being released, that is silica dust. Um, the hazard with silica dust is if you look at it, the particles microscopically, that dust looks like a kind of a broken piece of glass. And so that broken little broken piece of glass is like floating in the air. You breathe it into your lungs. It goes down into your lungs and into those little air sacs that are in your lungs and it embeds itself in that air sac. Um, and it's so jagged that it, it can't be released. It's almost like a barbed. So it's, it's uh, embedding itself in your lungs. And what your lung does to, to react to that is it builds scar tissue over that little you know, piece of silica. Mm -hmm. Well, the more you breathe that in, the more scar tissue you're creating in your lungs. And scar tissue uh, means you're losing efficiency of your lungs. It's actually you've damaged that portion of your, of your lung and it can't rejuvenate itself. You've lost it. Right. So the more dust you breathe in, the more you do that, that you're actually losing lung capacity. So it's, it's very, very serious, especially for young people. I tell the old guys, it's too late for you, but I mean, the young guys <laughs> need to understand this, you know, because that dust, every time you breathe it in, you just lost a little piece of your lungs and, you know, you can get to be, you don't want to be 40 years old and trying to run around the yard with your kids or play soccer or something. You don't have the breath, you know, to do that. And that's exactly what happens to people. So it's, it's an incredibly serious situation, but the beauty of it is it's completely preventable. I mean, if, if a guy has that knowledge 
uses the right tools, uses some, you know, the PPE, which is the personal protective equipment, you know, the dust mask and those types of things, he can protect himself. So, so and that's really something we're pretty passionate about, and that's mm-hmm. really the core of why we started to doing this. But there is also, you know, great efficiency that's brought to, uh, you know, the end user when he's using the product. Look, so. and, and, and the people around them. Like not Absolutely. just the user and the people around them. And that's why I, I, I uh, brought the point up of asking that question because uh, some people, you know, some homeowners would say, oh, I'm not worried about it. But they don't know, understand the importance of what you just explained. Yeah. And actually, we, IQ Power Tools, we've actually joined up with the American Lung Association to kind of take this message to the construction industry because, uh, you know, pe- knowledge is power and right. uh, people have to know this so they can protect themselves. And whether it's a homeowner, you know, making sure that this dust isn't be- being released in their home or around their home, around their kids. Uh, and then the end users, the guys that are using the tools, um, you know, and even the guys, maybe he gets all dusty at work and then he goes home and he's got all that dust all over him. And he starts, you know, meets his kids at home and he's tugging them. You know, that's. That stuff is dangerous, and that's what people need to realize. But it, it can be contained very simply. So simply by buying IQ Power Tools. Well, yeah, and knowledge. I mean, that's yeah. uh, the <laughs> look. I plugged it for you. No problem. Yeah, thank you very no. much. <laughs> um, <laughs> how many different products do you guys have? Like, how many different tools is it? Uh, right now, we have probably. It looks like you got some big commercial stuff back there. Yeah, that, and that's really what we started out with. We we have seven different uh, uh, products right now. Gotcha. And uh, in the masonry industry, for the hardscape industry, which is like you know backyard patios and paving, and then also the tile industry, and then we also have what we call the dust extractor, which is just a vacuum utilizing cyclones and special filter technology that we developed. So, um, so we have seven seven different products currently. Gotcha. Um, so this is gonna the next question is gonna be uh something that you may or may not be able to answer, but I'm definitely gonna ask. Uh it's in the masonry family now. Can this be transferred to like carpentry? Um, like wood wood cutting products. Oh, absolutely. And you know, those are yeah, it, well, like you said, I can't answer specifically, but you know, we we study uh, all construction trades and, you know, looking at all those problems out there. And so we're uh, looking at uh, wood dust. We're looking at concrete dust, uh, uh, siding, you know, there's concrete siding on houses, you know, how they're cutting that material. So there's all kinds of different industries that produce dust. Um, so f- both from a safety and an efficiency standpoint, capturing that dust really makes sense. So yes, those are all in and part of the future development with IQ Power Tools. Okay, from the wood side, before we get back to uh, efficiency from the wood side, those are different particles. Is it that same safety issue that you're talking about with the lungs? Because, you know, the silica has has those, that, that concrete in it, but the wood is, a, is made up of something else. Like, is it that same safety issue? Well, it's not the same as silica because wood does not have silica and it's not, you know, rock or stone product. But I can tell you there's a lot of uh, the manufactured wood products like MDF and these different particle boards um, that are kind of man-made panels, wood Mm -hmm. panels. And those have lots of chemicals and formaldehydes and all kinds of nasty stuff in them that when you cut those and it turns it into dust, now you're you should be more worried about the carcinogens that are in the 
in the material themselves. So that's all becomes part of that dust that you're breathing in. So, um, and any dust that you can eliminate from going into your lungs is, is I mean, you should try to do that. Um, but it, it is not a silica threat gotcha. as, it, as it is with concrete products. Well, so look, my, my, my firefighter uh, experience is kicking in now um, for those listeners that find uh, sawdust that you make is highly flammable. Like if you let that stuff accumulate and it ignites, it's, it could be like a bomb. Many people yeah. don't know that uh, sawdust will ignite so fast, but that's come from my firefighter training. So uh, a, a situation, situation like that could eliminate a really huge problem. So I just wanted to throw that out there. You might look, that could be some marketing for you. Just add, All right. you can save them from burning their house down. Yep, that's very true. <laughs> we'll keep that one in mind. Thanks, Anthony. No problem. You know, we, we, we I got some knowledge. This is a little bit. I got a little <laughs> bit of knowledge. Um, so let's talk about efficiency. Uh, how, how are we increasing uh, the efficiency on the job site? I have a story that I'm going to tell after you answer this question. But Okay, well, you know, if you can eliminate water from your tile cutting operation, for example, um, you can then have more options on where you can put that tile saw. And anytime, let's say you're working in a bathroom in somebody's house or you're working on the 45th floor of a condo project, you can now take a dry cut tile saw and put it right in the same room or right in the same vicinity where you're working. Um, and that, of course, saves steps to your, to your saw and that makes you a lot more efficient. Because I know when I was, you know, doing tile, you know, you'd have to take your wet tile saw and figure out, you know, out in the front yard or out in maybe in the garage or someplace where you could lay down some tarps and try to contain, you know, the, the mess. Um, but again, you're walking from the, from the saw to where you're actually placing the tile. Plus you're also, if it's, you're working in somebody's house and they live in it and you got carpet in the hallways and you're walking, you know, you cut a tile and it's not dry and it's drip, 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 you know, down the hallway and banging into walls and stuff. And, it's just not efficient and it's messy. So keeping the saw close to where you're working, that's, that makes you money. It makes you money. Keeping a, uh, the, the tile dry is a huge time saver as well. Because some, if, if you're not familiar with setting tile, just the, the amount of water that is on that tile from the wet saw is a lot. Like you might think that, oh, it'll be dry by the time I get in the house. But it's not. It's still dripping wet. And now you have to, or you should, make sure that this tile, every single one of these tiles, are dry before you install it. So being able to eliminate that step, uh, I can only imagine how, how it, it could speed up the time. Because you can go from making a cut to passing it on to installer, back buttering, and it's on the wall. Yep. It saves a, saves a bunch of time. Um, now I'm going to tell my story. Uh, this, this is probably going to be a testimonial for you. I didn't get to use it, but I just recently took my CTI, my certified tile installer test in February in Vero beach. Unfortunately, it's not unfortunate, but I missed it by four points. There was 11 people that took the test. There was only three people that passed two of the three people were using IQ saws. <laughs> winners so, yeah i got to experience <laughs> this efficiency firsthand okay. although i wasn't using one 
Yeah. And I can tell you, it only made me want more, one that much more. Like, I Cause these are like time certifications, aren't yeah, they? You got to yeah. get this done. And so these guys saved the time walking. Cause I think probably had to set the saws up outside. They, they were they, able to set their saw up right next to them because they eliminated okay. the issue of the silica right, dust. Right. Well, um, there you go. There was the, the issue of, you know, well, I could, why, why can't I bring, uh, a wet tabletop? Well, what I'm, I've learned is that still produces silica, even though it's water going through it, it still produces silica. That is true. So firsthand I've seen, this wasn't a job site, but it was a time test and two of the three were using IQ saws. One of them had, uh, the 244, and then one of them had the new saw. Oh, the little 228. And I was much, wow. I wasn't jealous, but like I said, it made me want one that much more. Like, I got to get this saw. I think that's when I reached out to you guys, like, hey, you know what? Um, kind of interested in. <laughs> yep. Well, we're glad you did. Yeah. Um, so give us, give us a little more on like some, some of the other products. I know that the, the Hepavac, uh, if you can give us some insight, a lot of people are are talking about it and I'm interested in everything that you guys are doing. I'm not into commercial work um, myself, but I know some of our listeners are. So how, how, how you're able to just speed up or if you got some numbers, like numbers as far as how, how we increase profits, how we increase bottom lines, just examples of some ways that, Hey, look, the job would have took, Six days, we cut it down to three or two. Yeah, we we actually have a lot of examples in both the hardscape masonry and in tile industries of people saying that, you know, in three months, the machine is paying for itself. And then after that, I mean, you get, you're more profitable. Yeah. Um, and the way they're doing that is they're saving time. Uh, you know, one, to set up the tile saws, it takes practically 30 seconds and you're set up. You're not taking your wet saw. You're not hanging your trays on them. You're not filling it up with water. And then, you know, after that, you got to drain all the water out, get rid of that water someplace, and then take it all down. I mean, it, it, it can take 10, 15 minutes or more just to set up your, you know, wet tile saw. Um, and again, the location of that wet tile saw, if you can't normally put it right inside the house, you know, where you're working. So, so the, from an efficiency standpoint, we have people tell us all the time that, you know, in two, three months, the machine pays for itself, or even on one job sometimes. We had a guy in Florida uh, working on a condo project, and he was up on, you know, in a condo on the 40th floor or someplace, and he's like, you know, I can't take a wet saw up there and set it up, and, you know, it, you know if, it, if I had a water leak or something, it would go downstairs and into the neighbor's property or something, and he said... You know, that would just been, uh, you know, it saved him a ton of time because he was able to take the, the dry cut saw right up in and where he was working. So there's there's lots of examples of how the, the tools make you money and tools have to make you money. I mean, the bottom line is, as craftsmen, you know, we're, uh, you know, we make our living with our tools and with our hands. And how do we, you know, make all that more efficient? We buy tools to make ourselves more efficient. And uh, you buy the right tools that, you know, pay for themselves and then uh, then you're making money. So that's really kind of the core behind the efficiency uh, of the machine. So on uh, on the the 244, 
the the uh the tile saw. What's the maximum um cut you can make on it? Yeah, the length of cut on that is 24 inches, and then you can do an 18 inches on diagonal. But we also have uh, an extension table that goes on top of it as an, ex- an accessory. So basically, you lock the table and drop the uh, assess- extension table on, and then it kind of turns it into kind of a wood tabletop saw. It has a long fence that you clip on either side, and it has a scale, you know, so you can line it up. And then that allows you to, to then run you know, these long, you know, like uh, 48 inch by eight inch wide planks that are right. you know, really popular. Now you can actually cut those. So, um, it just makes this, the saw a lot more versatile for larger format stuff. So, Oh man, look, I never knew that they had an attachment for this saw. And now like I, again, I want one that much more. So that takes us into price point. Um, I hear people saying that, um, you know, it's high, it's, it, it, it costs more than it should. I can just go buy uh, a DeWalt or uh, any other kind of saw. So let's talk about price point. What, what are we looking at for the, we'll talk about tile saws, the average tile saw, because that's normally what we're doing in my area. Um, the 244 and the new, is the Cyclone, right? Yeah. So the 244, uh, you know, is a very high precision professional uh, tile saw. Um, and that sells for, yeah, eighteen ninety nine. So nineteen hundred bucks, including the stand and including the blade. So uh, you know that's the price of that. Um, you know, and if you want to compare that to a wet cutting saw, because you know Dewalt is very common, and you know maybe the Delta Cruisers and all those types of uh, machines, but they're all wet cutting machines. So you really have to see the value in dry cutting and eliminating the water and see that efficiency. Um, and then, then that's where the, the 244, the dry cut with integrated dust collection really makes sense. And it has to make sense to people. And I encourage people, you know, if they're doubtful on how it cuts, does it chip, seek out a dealer, you know, go on our website and get a, to the dealer locator, find a dealer that has a demo one in stock, take some tile, go cut with it, you know, sell yourself, um, you know, make sure it's the right fit for you. And that's, that's what we really encourage because, uh, Good tools make you money, but it has to be the right fit. So that's that's how we answer that question. I love it. I love it. Um, the the new tabletop. What's the price point on that one? The new tabletop is the introductory price is five ninety nine. So right now we're it's selling for five hundred ninety nine dollars. So that's uh you know that's an entry level uh you know tile saw with integrated dust collection allows you to cut dry and and again makes you more efficient. So. And I can tell you, these things are, you know, we get them in the building and they are, we ship them out, they're sold. I mean, it, it's, uh, so, if, you know, people need to be on the lookout for these things if they want to get their hands on one. Yeah, they're I selling fast. I need to be added to that list. I recently <laughs> saw uh, a post of a guy doing, I don't know how high this um, fireplace was, but he was up on the scaffold using one of those. Yep. I don't know how I would have got this job done without this saw. Because yeah, I mean, imagine <laughs> climbing up and down the scaffold, making every cut, and you know, it's like that. Or yeah, trying trying just, to get water up the scaffold to fill up a whistle. Yeah. Yep. So, and again, you know, when when a tool you, you start breaking it down and actually running the numbers by the hour and how much time it saves you, it honestly is a no brainer. You know, if a guy's really put a little math behind the thought of uh, doing it, we have that calculator on our website. 
Oh, we actually have a, a, on our website, we have actually a calculator. You can go in and kind of put how many cuts you make a day and how much time it takes and time to clean up a saw. And you can actually fill in your, those pertinent numbers. And it tells you, you know, how long does it take to uh, pay for a saw or how much money you can be saving if you own a, a dry cut tile saw. So, oh, that's cool. Give them the website so they can make sure they check that out. Yeah, that's it. IQPowerTools.com. Very simple. There's a calculator to tell you exactly why you need an IQ power tool. <laughs> yep. Um. So, uh, outside outside of the uh the the wet the tile saws and like the HepaVac, let's talk about some of these bigger machines. What are you using them for? Uh, and what are you cutting with them? Yeah, we uh, again we started out as a you know tools for large mason contractor because that's what we were. So you know we had saws on our job site, twenty inch diameter blades is the common size because we're cutting through you know eight inch cinder blocks, mm-hmm. uh, and that was what we needed. So we built a dust collection machine just for that. Um, you know, and that the first one we built was in uh, two thousand three, two thousand four, and then again we started selling them, you know, we went to a trade show in 2004 and started selling those machines. And then we started building smaller and smaller machines until we came out with what is called the IQ360. And that's a, a really, uh, it weighs 65 pounds. It has a little cart that goes with it. And that kind of changed uh, our market because now it's a guy in a pickup truck who's maybe working in somebody's backyard building a barbecue or doing a little, you know, fire pit or something like that. Um, and that's, you know, it kind of changed our, our, you know, who our demographic was. It was a, there's a lot more people in that kind of category. Um, and then from there, we really kind of perfected that machine because we got a lot of feedback from the industry, from the hardscape industry and other masons and uh, developed new machines, uh, you know, with, with that feedback that we got from customers. So, um, so we have our, our 20 inch machine, which is really industrial goes down to, uh, the 360, which is a 14-inch blade, um, good for hardscape. The 362 has a 16.5-inch blade, and that's really kind of a hardscape saw. But we also have a porcelain blade for that machine for cutting the large format porcelain that's uh, becoming really popular in hardscape. Mm-hmm. On outdoor use, it's like uh, three-quarters of an inch thick, 24 inches square. That's something that's going to be coming really popular. Um so that machine fits that niche. And then we have our, our tile saw, the 244 with a 10-inch tile blade, and then our new uh, 228, which is the 7-inch tabletop uh, tile saw. So, And then our HEPAVAC, which is the, the dust extractor that we developed you know, completely on our own. Um, you know, we, we saw a bunch of vacuums out in the marketplace, but you know, all of them kind of have that same weakness. They have a shaker or some sort of back pulse. Uh, but it seems like whenever you, the filters get shaken or clean, and then it just, you know, that dust just kind of bounces right back up onto the filters because the filters live right in, you know, the dust tray, basically. Right. So uh, so we developed our own utilizing uh, seven cyclones because the cyclones are really important to filter out the big particles before you get to your filter. And then that way you, you keep your filter as clean as possible and you keep your airflow strong. And the unique about that is is the CFM, the capacity of the, our dust extractor, which makes it really unique. It's 190 CFM, 
and that's uh, you know that's a really high CFM vacuum for you know that kind of class. So um, that's a really powerful vacuum, and and, I, and people are getting their hands on them and really starting to appreciate them. So, all right, so uh, we got all these saws. Tell us about some of these blades that we're using. Uh, is there a special blade? Um, I'm, I'm guessing that there has to be a specific blade with this kind of system. Yes, there is. And that's, uh, we had to develop our own blades because dry cutting is, you know, is really special, especially in tile. Um, so we really had to spend a lot of time developing and testing blades until we got the right formulation uh, of the blade design. And so because of that, we've decided to put a proprietary arbor hole in ours. We have what is called the Q-Drive. Um, so it takes, you have to use our blades on our machines. Um, and the reason for that is because we design, we designed the whole system and we really want to try to give the user the best, uh, experience possible and ha- have them to be, you know, as, as effective as possible. Because what we found is you know, before we started doing this is we would design the dust collection integrated saw with dust collection and then somebody goes out and puts a bargain basement blade on it or, you know, real cheapy blade or a blade that's made to cut asphalt or something. And they're trying to cut hard stone and then the machine doesn't work. And, you know, then they would call us and say, Hey, your saw's not working or it's tripping breakers or it's doing, you know, whatever. Uh, and most of the time we found that the blade was, they were using was not the right one for the application. So that's really kind of when we realize if, we're going to make a dry cut tile saw. We really need to have the blade and the whole system that goes with it. So we developed uh, a blade, like for example, with the 244, and it comes with a combination blade, which is just that it's made to cut a combination of materials. We also have a hard material uh, blade, which is for your hard porcelains and your really hard granites. And then we also have a marble blade uh, we just introduced. So there's three different blades uh, alone just for the uh, 244. And it'll be similar with our small bench top. Um, with our masonry blades and products, we have like five different blades because you're cutting masonry products, natural stone, concrete products. I mean, there's the range, you know, that you can cut with masonry is, is really large. So we really had to develop a, a bigger range. So, uh, so Are there any done. glass blades? I know we do a lot of glass cutting. Yep. So glass is one of the things that we're still chasing. Uh, that's a really tough one to cut glass dry. That's right. a real challenge. And even, you know, everybody knows that's tried to cut glass even wet. It's, it's not always a perfect science. I mean, it, it's, it's a difficult thing to do. So uh, we are still working on the problem and we're testing, uh, you know, more combinations to try to solve the problem. Uh, but currently we do not have a glass cutting blade. Gotcha. But that being said, I can tell you there's a lot of end users out there that say, you know, certain types of glass they can cut even with our combination blade. So I, I would tell people, give it a try. Get a piece of sample of the glass you want to cut and, and give it a try before you go to the job site and, you know, and start uh, thinking you're going to cut a bunch of glass. Give it a try and cut a sample and see if it works. Yeah. And the big, the big problem is glass is all over the place as far as, you know, the, the hardness and the thickness and the, how brittle it is. I mean, it, it, uh, it varies quite a bit. So just because it's glass doesn't mean it's really the same type of material. And that's also one of the challenges. So, right. Um, how often, uh, would, would someone be changing blades? I guess it depends on the use of it, but 
What's the what's yeah, the average? Yeah, depends the on the use, life? but what we what we tell people they can expect the same life as they would get out of a good quality wet cutting blade. So you're you're not gonna uh, burn through blades any quicker than you normally would. Is it the same uh, necessity to to dress it like you would do any other blade? Yes, and I would say even more so. Um, you know, that's something. If the if you're finding that the blade is just not wanting to cut. Yeah, you dress that blade and it opens that diamond right up and it starts cutting again. So that's something we encourage, uh, you know, our end users to do. We also have a great video on our YouTube channel to explain what's going on there. And, you know, we have a blade that's not cutting. We put it under a microscope and kind of show you the diamonds and what's what's happening with that segment. And then we dress it and kind of show you again how we've opened up the diamonds and then we show you cutting again. So it's it's a great educational video about uh dressing stones and why you should use them how what's the best way for anybody to get a uh get their hands on one of these blades i mean not the blades the entire setup get it get their hands on a saw well uh, you know depending on where you're at if you know your local dealer if they you know uh, stock and sell our machines i mean the easiest thing is go on our website we have a dealer locator you put your zip code in there and then it'll tell you what dealers are closest to you and then you can uh, you know, go to a dealer and see the machines. We we highly encourage our dealers to have a demo unit in stock because it is kind of a new idea, and mm-hmm. that's part of the deal is people want to uh, reassure themselves this is the right decision because it is a lot of money. Um, and and again, if if they find a dealer that has one in stock, bring some different materials, porcelain and clay tile and whatever you use, and uh, make some cuts. Make sure it's the right fit for you. And so. That's what I would tell people. Go to the website, find a dealer, and and do the research. But we we can't order directly from the website. No, we don't sell direct. We sell through a dealer network. So, uh, you know, there's lots of tiles, different tile stores, or uh, people that sell the you know the sundries around tile and things like that. So it really depends on your area and the dealer network that we're working with there. Look, I'm interested in getting my hands on one. Uh, I need to find a dealer myself and go play with some tile so I can see exactly what I'm getting myself into. Uh, and I, I can tell you one of the things that we're doing uh, starting in June is what we call the, the War on Dust Tour. Um, you know, we're starting in Texas and we're actually going, actually we start at World of Concrete, which is in Las Vegas in June. And then we have our, our truck and trailer in Texas and we go down through Florida and we go up the East Coast and then across the the Midwest. So um, if you guys, you know, get on our Instagram uh, page and you can follow the schedule of that. And if, you know, we'll have all the tools out there, you can walk up, make a cut, you can bring some tile, you can, you know, uh, use them with your own hands and see them with your own eyes. And so I would encourage people to subscribe to the uh, uh, Instagram and the other social media, and then they can see if when we're coming close to them and they can go check it out. And the Instagram uh, name is at IQ Power Tools, right? Yes. All right. So if you're on the radar for any of these uh, tools, are you just curious to see what's going on? Go check out at IQ Power Tools and get those dates. Um, I need to find out so I can try to make it to one of them. This is going to be a busy year since we're starting to have events again. Everybody's trying to go to everything, which is me. But, um, Make sure you check the schedule. Get on Instagram and check out the schedule. Uh, so next, next 
I guess tool I want to ask about. I'm pretty sure you already answered this. I in tile world we setting stuff to the floor on slabs. We're always grinding concrete. Is that in the future? Yeah, we don't have anything currently for actually the hand tool or like grinders or anything. Mm-hmm. But we do have our IQ four twenty six HEPA, which is the dust extractor, and you can take that of course and hook it up to you know, whatever, you know, grinder uh, brand that you're using. And there's all kinds of different shrouds out there and that type of thing. So, um, you know, right now we're really focusing on making things that nobody else has, gotcha. uh, you know, very unique products. Uh, you know, in the future, we may expand into grinders and other things like that, but it'll always hook to our dust extraction type machines, you know, because that's really our specialty. Look, I'm, uh, again, more excited to get my hands on one of these tools now. I think we have covered uh, the the entirety of IQ. I, I would love for everyone to take the chance to get the opportunity to try out one of these saws when it comes to your health and which is, to me, more important than the profitability because you don't have lungs. You can't enjoy the money anyway. <laughs> but in when it comes to your health and you increasing your efficiency on a job, there isn't any other tool like it. Now we got our wet saws, we got our snappers, but if you want a saw that is hands down innovative, these IQ power tools are exactly that. I haven't seen anything like it. I'm excited to get my hands on. I want both of them, Paul. I I want all three of them actually. I don't have any more room in my trailer for any more tools, but we, it might be time for trailer number two. <laughs> Paul, I appreciate you coming on the show. I think you uh you you you, you cleared up a lot of stuff for for a lot of people. It's always people talking about the price points, but uh, for what you guys provide in a tool, the price point is minimal. Honestly, let yep, everybody know uh, how they can get in touch with you. Um, if you want them to and how they can find you on social media, all of the websites, platforms, that way they can send you some more business, find a distributor and spend some money with IQ power tools. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, doing a quick search, IQ power tools.com is, you know, kind of the home of everything. And then we're on Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, you know, everything. Uh, and I can tell you, YouTube, our YouTube channel has a lot of our videos on it, but there's also a lot of great, uh, you know, guys like yourself that are putting, you know, have YouTube channels, they're doing demos, they're doing their own jobs and using our tools. And, you know, you can learn a lot from those guys as well, uh, end users um, that are telling you, you know, what's great about the tools and, and the things that, you know, they have to do a little bit differently, you know, so... Um, a lot of, lot of information out there, and people can do the research and make sure it's the right fit for them. So Exactly. Uh, like Paul said, there's tons of great content out there if you guys to further educate yourself. Um, again, I am super, super excited to get my hands on one of these tools, all of these tools, really. Um, I'm appreciative of you coming on the show. Continue to be innovative i love talking to people that are looking to do stuff differently that's my whole goal is to be different i don't like to do stuff like everybody else does clearly you guys doing the same thing so continue to to build the brand 
Um, and I'm excited to see what's to come. All right. Well, it's my pleasure uh, being on your show and uh, it's a, uh appreciate uh, what you're doing out there and sharing information for everybody in the industry. So you're doing a great job. We're Thanks. trying to just trying to help the trade, uh, pass it on to, to the people that come behind us. I'm learning from a lot of other people and that's what it's all about is sharing this knowledge that we possess for this time that we have it. All right. Thank you very much, Anthony. All right. Thank you, Paul. We will talk to you soon. Everybody y'all go check out at IQ power tools. All right, thank y'all for tuning in to the Floor Masters Podcast, our first podcast about a actual product. We talk about a lot of stuff, but we had the man of IQ on the line with us today. Um, check out those IQ Power Tools; they are amazing products. I didn't get any money for this. This wasn't a paid sponsorship. I just really believe in these type of products how you can increase your bottom line how you can save time save time from cleaning up dust something that i hate doing these type of things are huge for us in this industry so it was an amazing show amazing information do me a favor if you like the show you you heard something that was important to you that was beneficial to you please like us subscribe share tell a friend Late, rate us, leave a review, and check out the FloorMastersMerch.com so you can pick up some FloorMasters gear. Thank y'all for tuning in. Stay tuned for next episode. Another amazing topic, another amazing guest, another amazing show. Next time.